This is episode 11, and today we're talking about Bible translations and which one you should be reading. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical Christian training. Most Christians have a favorite verse in the Bible. And just by me saying most Christians have a favorite verse in the Bible, you probably thought about your favorite verse in the Bible. Maybe it's a really popular one. Maybe it's more obscure. But whichever verse it is, you are particularly fond of a translation as well. So for me growing up, I read the NIV predominantly. And so all the verses in the Bible that I memorized, that meant a lot to me, that I internalized in my daily walk were NIV translated verses. And I never really exposed myself to other Bible translations early on. You know, I just figured that the one that I was reading was just fine. And so there was no reason to change or uh, stretch myself to read others. Uh, But quite often, whenever you read other translations, your favorite verse actually says something very different than in the translation you're used to reading it in. And so if you're used to reading the NIV, and then you switch over to, say, the New King James Version, it says something different. They use different words and phrases, and it sounds different and seems to mean something different. And then you go and read something like the New Living Translation, and that's even more different than what you're used to reading. And so what are you supposed to do with that? How do you know that what you're reading and the verse that you are applying in your life, that you're doing it correctly and that the translation you're using is an accurate one. Well, that's what we're going to cover today because you don't want to have a favorite verse or read the Bible and think it means one thing only to discover later on that it means something totally different. But first, it's important to understand the Bible translation process, the process that Bible scholars use to translate the Bible into English or Spanish, whatever translation or language you're using. So Bible scholars will translate ancient texts on a spectrum. And on one end of the spectrum, which basically just means a range of options, uh, you'll have word for word, which is where they do their best to take every single word that's in Greek or Hebrew or Aramaic and translate it into the appropriate word of a different language. So if you're Uh, reading an English translation, and they're trying to attempt word-for-word translation, then they're going to take a word that means love and just replace it with the word love in English. And so that's one way of doing it. And there's some problems with that and some benefits. The benefits are that you get really close to what the original language said and meant, and you are able to more closely replicate the definitions of the words. But, and this is a big but, Word for word is difficult because the grammar structure is different. Quite often the words had implications and underlying meanings that aren't immediately available in the language you're translating it into, and so you can miss a lot of the context and the richness of the original scripture. And so the other end of the spectrum kind of is a counter to that, and that's called thought for thought, where the Bible scholars understanding everything that is couched inside of a particular verse or passage and understand the cultural ramifications and implications of what the writer was trying to say, they will try and translate the thoughts, the ideas, the themes of the writer 
into the new language. So for instance, if you are trying to translate something from Hebrew to English and to the Hebrews, it meant something really rich and then, then they're going to try and emulate that same richness in the English translation, even if the words aren't exactly the same. And so you can see that they kind of counteract each other and good translations will meet somewhere in the middle where you have a genuine effort to do word for word translation without losing the context and the, uh, and the amplifying undercurrents of what the writer was trying to communicate. Okay. And each group of Bible scholars will decide what, how far they want to go from one end of the spectrum to the other. So translations that are somewhere in the middle or pretty close to the middle are like the NIV. The NIV is a very popular translation, at least here in the United States. And uh, they do a fairly good job of staying in the middle between word for word and thought for thought. And then if you want to go further on the word for word uh, side of the spectrum, you have the NASB, uh, the NKJV, those are more word for word. And then thought for thought would be more like the NLT, the New Living Translation. And what you want to do is read multiple translations because some parts of the Bible, it's easier to do word for word and really capture the essence. And in others, you really need a thought for thought translation. And so in order to make sure that you are getting a full picture of what the Bible is saying, since you probably can't read Greek, Hebrew, or Aramaic, you want to read multiple translations. And there's a really awesome free online resource that I use consistently that can help you do that, where you can break down every single uh, verse with multiple translations. And it's one of the resources that I identify in my handout that I created just for you to help you get the most out of your Bible study by using free online resources. And you can download it by going to 5freebibletools.com. You can uh, download it, and it's in there, and I use it almost every single day, this resource. And you'll know exactly which one I'm talking about when you download it. So go to 5freebibletools.com and download it along with four other awesome resources that you can use to start taking your Bible study to the next level. And they're all free, so it doesn't cost you anything to use these resources, and it will help your Bible study immensely. Reading multiple translations will give you a well-rounded understanding of the Bible. It will give you a well-rounded understanding of the scriptures, and it will help keep you from misinterpreting the scriptures. The problem with having a favorite translation where you only read one is that you get the strengths of that translation for sure, but you also get the weaknesses. You also get the blind spots of the translation. And so by using different kinds of translations, it helps round it out to keep you, protect you from misinterpreting a scripture that was just poorly translated in that particular Bible translation. All right. So use the free resource that I identify in the five free Bible tools.com handout, and that will help you a lot. Well, that's it for today. If you like what you heard, subscribe to get daily practical tips, just like this one. Leave a review in iTunes to tell me what you think about the podcast and head on over to the Facebook group, which also has a link in the show notes to let me know what you want to hear in future episodes. I want this podcast to serve you and your needs and your questions. So let me know what you want to hear in future episodes. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I will talk to you tomorrow.